Hello and welcome to Books, the podcast, the only podcast about books. I'm Tim. I'm Tom. And we are Booksmen. Back to the classics this week. Back to the, back to the, back to the classics. You've been on a big back in the USSR kick lately. It's impressive, Just Tom. Between this and the regular episode, we for people that don't know, we do another podcast called The Complete Guide to Everything. It's, it's not, it's not important. And well, yeah, I almost mentioned that's available for free. These people might have thought, well, no, they don't save myself yeah, a few no, bucks. Hey, we, we won't be talking. We shan't be talking about that. Yeah, edit that out. I said that off mic. It's fine. <clears throat> Uh, yeah, no, on the other podcasts, you kept talking about back in the USSR for some reason. <sighs> yeah, I don't know. It's in my head lately. You get songs stuck in your head all the time. I get songs and like, oh, what was the thing? I, I, I kept getting like a saying stuck in my head the other day. You win some, you lose some. <laughs> no, it wasn't you win some, you lose some. Was it uh, when you come to a fork in the road? Take it. Take it. Yogi Berra? No, it wasn't that one. Uh, I forget what it was. I mean, I think with all this uh, self-isolation business, like, I don't know, I'm, I've just been, like, talking to myself all the time and, like, idea, like thoughts in my head that usually, like, other things would interrupt so they can't, like, run to fruition. <laughs> just, like, run their course. <laughs> They're like, oh, we've got the, we got a wide open field here. Let's think about this for hours. <laughs> Let's think about the way this person delivered a line in a movie 20 years ago for hours and just repeat it over and over again. Yeah, it's, uh, it's not good uh, not being constantly distracted. Is this what people were like before, you know, the technology? The internet? Yeah. Um, I don't know. A lot of people... going nuts? <laughs> a lot of people before technology, as far as I understand, were boring. That's true. I watched uh, the movie Emma the other day. Really? Yeah. Did your girlfriend make you watch it? She didn't make me watch it, but she wanted to watch it. And I was like, uh, yeah, I'm literally the most bored I've ever been in my life. I'll watch anything right now. Anything that I haven't already seen. And especially something like that where it's like, I don't really know anything about it other than Jane Austen. Mm -hmm. Um, It was good. I liked it. I mean, you know what? And who was in it? Um, uh, Hmm, who was in it? Uh Emma Thompson? It sounds like I haven't seen it now. No, it's got that the 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 new lady with the with the wide set eyes in it. Um Lily Sobieski. <laughs> Lily Sobieski is not the new lady. Her name is Anna Anya Taylor Joy. Oh, I I'm not aware of her. She was in the Vavitch. Okay, the witch. Yes, uh, Bill Nighy, the science guy. Yeah. Oh, I, uh, there's a. I thought the last. I thought Emma was like uh, from like 1995 or something. There was probably a version then. I'll tell you this: the movie Clueless was based on Emma. Yeah, we all know. Well, you didn't. Um, 1996 Johnny- with uh, Gwyneth P. Oh, yeah. Of goop fame. Yeah. The goopstress herself. The grandmaster goops. Have you watched any of uh, the goop Netflix show? (sighs) No. Should I? uh, If you want to get real mad about something that, like, ultimately doesn't matter, which is kind of nice right now. (laughs) I mean, that's what... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's all what I've been all about for the last 30 years of my lifetime. Then I would recommend it. I mean, me me and my girlfriend watched it like, you know, uh, cynically, like, oh, let's see what this garbage is. And then uh, we watched the one about psychics. And even though my girlfriend was like, oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, I don't buy any of that. I was like, well, you got to watch this Penn and Teller thing about psychics. You got to watch this uh, Darren Brown thing about psychics. <laughs> Uh, I, I was, or about like cold reading and stuff. Can I tell you something that, uh, girls do not like <laughs> pen and teller. 
lot of girls don't like magicians of any sort, I feel yeah. like, which is weird because I feel like a lot of the, the pickup artist community is based around portraying yourself like a, uh, like a magician. Yeah, magicians are cool. Magicians are the coolest guys. I mean, <sighs> some of them are. I like magicians that like feel like they're a little bit above being magicians, but they're magicians nonetheless. Yeah. Well, and I will say this too. I wouldn't want to be in a romantic relationship with a woman who found magicians attractive. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's true. <laughs> like, uh, then you'd always be looking over your shoulder, always worried. Oh, what's this? You're 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 not interested in being in a ro- romantic relationship with Fiona Appletom? Is she interested in magicians? She dated David Blaine. Yeah, I wouldn't want to date anyone who dated David Blaine. <laughs> Look, David Blaine's a very entertaining uh, magician to watch on stage, and that's where my interest in him ends. <laughs> and on the street, Tom. Where you gotta start? On the street, yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, cold readings are uh, so. Like, I went to college for uh, originally sociology. Uh, which I guess doesn't is more psychology, but like the idea of like influencing somebody uh, through like a cold reading where somebody's like, I mean, it's a bad, it's a very bad thing when somebody's doing it to to get money out of that person or to give that person some kind of false sense of like, oh, I'm talking to a dead. But what if one. it brings them a, a sense of relief? That's and fine. Peace. But I, I think that's extremely rare. I think that that happens it's a sometimes. Shakedown normally. Yeah. And then yeah. somebody's like, oh, but also uh, they said that they need money <laughs> and that you can give it to me and I'll pass it along to them. Right. Um, but but the people like uh, the magicians that are like, yeah, this is a magic trick. And look, we'll show you how it's done. That's fascinating. And then when it's like, you know, I watched a Darren Brown thing where afterwards it was like, uh, yeah, we tricked all these people. And then we told them after the cameras were off. Yeah. Hey, that was all a trick. You weren't actually, you know, being influenced by God or whatever. Uh, That stuff's great. I love that stuff. I don't like the people being shook down. And especially when I watch some of those things where it's like the people doing the shakedowns aren't even that good at it. Right. The magicians are real good at it because they're viewing it purely as a trick. Love it. Can't get enough of it. I love magicians. I read the, I started reading the book Animal Farm. Tom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Any magic tricks in that one? Um, no, I mean, here's the thing. Have you ever read Animal Farm? I I did in high school, so it's yeah. been a very long time. And I read it in high school too, but I don't know that I actually read any of the books that I said I read in high school for school. <laughs> right? Like, do was, you ever... was it a lot of uh, uh, yeah, Cliff's Notes? I think so, or just like I think it was just easy to keep up with the class discussion and then be able to you know because we discuss it for forty minutes a day. Yeah. Well, yeah. And you could kind of like skim it. I have, I have no recollection of in any of my teenage years sitting down and reading a book that somebody told me to read. What Be about it a textbook? Hatchet? Nah, it was when I was younger, I read Hatchet. <laughs> yeah. But like, I, I never sat down and was like, well, I had to read page three to 68 tonight because there's going to be a discussion on it tomorrow. I would just be like, no, yeah, the whole time that. it was just torture. You're reading and you're just like, this is so boring. Let me pull, let me see what, let me kind of skim it and see what seems important here and write yeah. that down. That but I'm not going to. enough. I graduated oh, with honors. I was third yeah, in my class. Was, <laughs> it was more than normally enough. It was fine. <laughs> and like, I know people that did better, like graduated above me in high school that, presumably to this day have like never read a book for enjoyment. (laughs) Uh, That's just the way like schools engineered. It's not engineered to, and even like the good teachers who would appreciate you reading stuff, you know, they were like, that's great. I mean, at the end of the day, the state's going to give you a test and you're going to have to see how you do on that. Um, 
which I will say was the one, not the one, but one of the greatest things about taking, uh, and you took this too, even though we were a year apart, uh, our school offered a college sociology course, which was taught by a teacher at our school who is also a professor at St. John's University. And uh, that was like the only class that I ever took in high school. And we got credits for it, which were great. They transferred from mm-hmm. St. John's. Um, the only class where it was like, oh, there's not like an answer. <laughs> You're going to have to write essays and have persuasive arguments. Use your dang brain. Not yeah. like these autonom- automatons that they want to It's not read. even that. It was just like th- there was no reward in other classes to like read something and actually comprehend the meaning. It was just who was Ethan Frome's dad's name? You know, it was all just Doug, Doug Frome. (laughs) It was all just questions aimed at making sure you read it. Yeah. But like not ever touching on like what you should be getting out of it. Yeah, because I like I, to this day, I'm horrible movies or uh, books, movies, TV shows, anything. I'm real bad at remembering character names. And I remember a few times like reading books in high school that I was enjoying and then I would take the test and it's like, well, what's this person's name? And it's like, oh, I don't remember their name. I could tell you like what their motivation in life <laughs> is and what they want the protagonist to do. But I can't remember. And then they're like, no, well, then you failed. You didn't read it, basically, as far as we're concerned. Tim, I won't be grading you on that kind of curve for Animal Farm. Thanks, Tom, because there's a lot of characters. I'm going to trust that you read it. I did. Tom, this book. You only read it because it was written by George Went. (laughs) I wish it was written by George Went, TV's Norm. Have you noticed that there's been a bit of a norm resurgence lately? Well, he's in that new Domino's commercial. Yeah, you texted me. (laughs) I was on vacation. Yeah, and you texted me like, did you see this new Domino's commercial with norm in it? And I assumed like, oh, okay, George Wentz getting up there, but like, good to see him still getting work. No, they they digitally used uh, like 1988 George Wentz from Cheers. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Put him in a modern day uh, Domino's pizza. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't, to be clear, it wasn't an 80s or early 90s Domino's. No, it was present day. Um, and then yeah. something, I, I, oh, man, I meant to write this down because there was another norm <laughs> another situation. Norm. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Right. Anyway, Norm Peterson is having a resurgence. Be on the lookout for it. 2020 is the year of norm. Great. Not to be overshadowed by anything, I'm sure. (laughs) Yeah, that's what everybody's going to remember 2020 as. (laughs) The year year Norm Peterson was in a Domino's commercial. 2020, I don't really remember what happened. Was there an Olympics that year? No, I don't think so. (laughs) I just remember Norm being a lot of things. All right. So uh, this book, Animal Farm, Tom, Mm -hmm. I don't mean to alarm you. This book is a little disturbing, a little twisted. Okay. All right. First of all, and I think this is, you're an author, Tom. Mm-hmm. This is ripe for a uh, a prequel. Oh, okay. I'll write it. Because <laughs> right in the first chapter, Tom, these animals, mm-hmm. they're talking to each other. Farm animals. How'd they... How'd they get that ability? Exactly. Was a wizard at the farm? Did the barn get struck by lightning on a magic night? Was it a meteor from another planet? Yeah. Ra- just plain old radiation? Yeah. So who who the frig knows? Like this, uh, this is uh, a plot hole. Thanks, George Orwell. for yeah. uh, That always bothered me about the Luku's talking movies, too. Yeah. Or are we just to assume that all babies are, are talking like this? And then How babies they... can talk to dogs? Yeah, when did then... I lose the ability to t- talk to a dog? And how did they have like such fully formed personalities? So is Look Who's Talking a reincarnation thing? Because mm. otherwise, how is a, a baby still in the womb going to have the personality of a Bruce Willis already? Bruce Willis has a has a personality that needs to be developed. It needs for to be years groomed. and years. 
years. Yeah. Um. So okay, there's this farmer, Tom. His name is mm-hmm. Mr. Jones. Mr. Jones and me. Yeah, this is this is based on the song. This book is based <laughs> on the Counting Crows song. Counting oh, wow. Crows. There are crows in the book. You'll you'll learn about a crow in in the future. There's this crow that's a real son of a bitch in this in this book. Whoa. Anyway, the Mr. Jones, he's like a drunk. He's a drunk farmer idiot. Like jerk. most farmers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Has it been revealed how just how anti-farmer we are on this show? <laughs> no, but people are starting to understand. Hey, keep your food. We don't want it. Um. So there's this big old uh, boar, Tom. B-O-A-R. <laughs> like you? No. B-O-A-R. Okay. Um, and his name is Old Major. And Old Major is okay. this friggin' old boar. <laughs> and he's like, was he, was he in the military, or is this a case of stolen valor? No, his name is Old Major. You could name your kid Major. Like, uh, isn't there a, a... <laughs> Tim? You're thinking of Major Dad again? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I was gonna, I was gonna contrast it. There's, there's like a journalist <laughs> named Major, Major Dad's. She thought Major's dad's last name was Dad. <laughs> <laughs> Did not. Why are you? No. There's he just, just somehow wound up stuck with his family. That's why he didn't. Why he was so strict with them. The chief Washington correspondent for CBS News. His name is Major Garrett. Okay. All right. Major. And what, what branch did he serve in? No. The, see, that's just his name, Major Dad. On the other mm-hmm. hand, was a dad who served in, I don't know, the Marines or something? I think he was a Marine, yeah. Yeah. He's always like, get down and give me oh, 20. Oh, oh, oh. Um, so old Major's like, hey, I'm old. Everybody, once once this uh, Mr. Jones goes to sleep. Let's me, slit me, his throat. Let's No, let's go in the barn. Well, kind of. Let's, <laughs> let's go in the barn, right? Uh, oh, I got something like to f- tell you. That's fine for animals to do. Yeah, let's all meet in the barn. I got some shit to tell you. And he's just like, hey, guess what, guys? We're all getting screwed here. We're fucked. Yeah. Animals on this? Here's the thing. Um, look, um, we're, 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 we're work to the bone. We're not fed. Uh, or we're, we're fed only enough so that like we don't pass out when we're doing work. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, we're we're beaten. We're abused. What kind of work is he making a pig do? Find um, truffles? Yeah, I don't know. Well, he's like, hey, pigs. Um, let me tell you this. Like, I'm the lucky one. I'm. I think he's like twelve. He's like most of you porkers, right? He calls them porkers. <laughs> That's like, fine. They can call each other porkers. You're gonna, yeah, but uh, we shouldn't be saying it. No. Um, he's like, you're going to go get your, your throat slit. Mm. Um, and like, you know, and a, a, you horse, um, they're working you to the bone. Don't use that word. Horse horses. Oh, oh, I see. Um, uh, basically he, he's got all the, he's got all the animals around him and I'll, I'll go through the roll call (laughs) of animals, but he's just like, look, who's this? Who Look. Who who's this? Uh, who who's causing all our problems here? We're we're living in slavery. It's people. It's man. They're taking mm. all the fruits of our labor. They're taking um, all of our eggs, all of our milk, and they're they're taking it for themselves. And what is what has man ever done of value? Yeah. So it's Nothing. like a re- a reverse uh, Planet of the Apes. What do you mean? In this case, the people are in charge instead of the apes. I mean, I guess you could say our current society is a reverse planet of the apes. <laughs> Man is dominant over apes? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess. For I now, mean, at least. And I guess this is the status quo at this point. The farmer has domain over all the farm animals. Yeah, yeah. It's funny that you think of just regular life as a reverse, a reverse planet, planet of the planet apes. Of the apes. Yeah. 
I go to a lot of political rallies and yell that out and nobody responds. <laughs> it's like a reverse play of the apes in our country. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that should be your platform. Uh, you should run for office. <laughs> this country is like a reverse plan of the apes. That's a good thing, Tom. Do you think is your stance? Oh, that- oh! Now you sound like like you're about to start running against me. Does Tom Reynolds want apes in charge? It sure sounds like it. Anyway, he's like, look, guys, um, I, I, I got, we got to overthrow these uh, the man, these apes, right? If he walks on, uh, you know, like uh, all beasts, if you, if you walk on four legs or you have wings or whatever, <laughs> you're better than those who walk on two legs. What about a man with a vestigial tail? That doesn't come up. Not yet, at least. Um, so anyways, like we're going to... It probably will once again to the nitty gritty of the legislation. So, um, uh, so anyway, he's like, okay, here's what we got to do. I'm going to die soon. One day we're going to we're going to rise up and we're going to we're going to take control. It might mm-hmm. not be you, but you have to pass this on to generations below you. At one point the animals will rise up and and uh, overtake man and then we'll start running things and we won't mm-hmm. be exploited anymore. And everybody's like, "Hell yeah, this is great." It's like I had a dream and I dreamt about uh, a world where uh we're not under the tyranny of man and, and we're running free and we're doing things for ourselves. It's like, all right, great. Awesome. And they're like, uh, you know, like a rat comes out and the dogs almost eat the rat. And they're like, no, um, no rats. Like, no. And they're like, well, rats wait, wait, aren't wait, wait, included. No rats are included. And they like take votes and stuff. And everybody's like, he's like, and here's the song that I dreamt last night, old major. Uh-huh. And this is what I hate in books, Tom. Uh huh. Old Major cleared his throat and began to sing. As he had said, his voice was hoarse, but he sang well enough, and it was a stirring tune, something between Clementine and La Cucaracha. Actually, I like that part of the book. <laughs> um, but and it's a, the words ran, and then it's like pages of just like oh, lyrics. Yeah, yeah, verse. And I just picture George Orwell like trying to write a story, and it's like, and now I write all these rhyming songs, and you have to read through. Piece of England, piece of Ireland, piece of every land and climb. Hearken to my joyful tidings of the golden future time. Soon or late. The day is come. Like it's just verse for like, yeah. And it's, this is the kind of thing like in what high school. Is this, a I'd be musical like, book. Like, can I just skip this part? I know they're oh, singing 100%. a song about yeah. how 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 uh, beasts of England will rise up. That's fine, right? Anyway, yeah, it's, it, it's when you're like, oh, I get the gist of this song. It's about beasts rising up. Yeah, exactly. Cool. I'm gonna skip a couple of pages here. <laughs> exactly. Because the the test is in an hour. <laughs> The test is in an hour, and there's no way that they're going to ask about the lyrics of this song. If they <laughs> right. do, that is that is bullshit. So, uh, and I'll just write it was somewhere between La Cucaracha <laughs> and what was the other song? Clementine. Oh my darling, oh my darling, oh my darling, Clementine. You're yeah. a minor sixty-niner. What? You're, what? What? Did you make dirty lyrics to that? To old my darling Clementine? No, was was she? I don't know, but she's not a sixty nine er. Well, that's what he. That's what the. That's what the father said. <laughs> Tom, how much whiskey have you had? A little. <laughs> not that. None of your business. <laughs> All right. So old major dies. Um. But like they're like, hey, this is his uh, legacy. We have to, we have to organize. We have to play the song he wrote that no, that's no good. So these two pigs, Napoleon and Snowball. Hey, come on, Tim. They're people. No, they're actual pigs, Tom, and they're talking what? to each other. Um, I find this 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 book to be far fetched in a number of ways. 
Um, <laughs> Maybe no, this was like a, uh, uh, a sequel to uh, The Island of Dr. Moreau, like an unofficial sequel. No, these are just animals through and through. They're not, they're not. Look, we don't know what happened to those animals afterwards. Yeah. Whatever. So Napoleon and, and Snowball, they're just like, okay, let's, uh, we're going to call this animalism. Mm. We're going to start calling each other comrade and stuff. Uh, like communists. Yeah. And then, uh, uh, they're like, uh, hey, we, we can start and we'll, we'll teach everybody the, the stuff, right? And they're like, hey, okay. this might not happen in our lifetime, but whatever. We're going to, we're going to teach them about animalism. Uh, there's a, there's a raven, Tom, called Moses. Mm, and he's that's like, that's a cool raven name. Yeah. And he's, he's friends with Mr. Jones, the farmer. Uh, so but like you like can't a... talk to the rules of this universe, Tom. The mm-hmm. raven can't talk to the man, but the ra- raven is talking to all the animals. Now, can the raven can the animals understand what people are saying? Yeah. Well, that's fucked up. It's like you know, on Rugrats, uh-huh. Angelic, the babies can't talk to the adults, right? But they can talk to Angelica. And Angelica can talk, can talk to, to both the adult and the babies. So who's an adult? Who's an Angelica in this so far? Nobody. Mm, no. No, I just wanted to talk Rugrats <laughs> for a second. <laughs> right. Yeah, because the example you gave didn't really uh, track to what we're talking about. No. The Rugrats can understand what the parents are saying, but they usually have like wrong ideas about it. They don't understand. Yeah. Exactly. And you think these animals fully understand what Mr. Jones is saying to them? No, I think they understand like Mr. Jones's deal of, uh, you know, just taking from them and slaughtering them. Yeah. I don't Um, think Mr. Jones probably talks to him all that much, to be honest with you. He's probably like, get or go there. (laughs) So you think he still says hello to the animals? (laughs) No, he says, he says this, oh, there. What he wants them to slow oh, down. Oh, ho there. Oh, yeah. whoa. whoa. Yeah, <laughs> like that. <laughs> okay. Let's go. Let's do the let's do the animal roll call here. Tom. Are there any horses? Okay, yeah. I want to know what animals we're dealing with here. You got pigs. You got Napoleon. And you got Snowball. No. Napoleon and Snowball. You got Napoleon Bonaparte. <laughs> <laughs> they're they're the smartest ones. Right. Um, and then there's another pig called Squealer, uh, and he's not as tail. he's not as smart. Um, you got Boxer, who is this? Uh, this uh, he's kind of a he, he's a horse, mm-hmm. and he does a lot of work. He's really strong. He, he's strong and silent. He, he's not the smartest, the strong but, silent type. But but he's just kind of like an old uh, like, horse. No, he's not that old. Actually, he's just like the most capable. Okay. Because, like, the pigs, they're smart, but they're somewhat limited in what they can do, right? Like, they got short little legs. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, Clover is a boxer's friend who's a, a, a lady horse. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's she's kind of, like, uh, nicer and smarter. Do, how, how do they describe her? Does he describe her in any kind of a sexualized way? No, but there is this uh, mare named Molly mm-hmm. who has like ribbons in her hair and she's always strutting around and she's like prissy and stuff. Okay. Um, and like she's lightly sexualized. I think George Orwell <laughs> might have wanted to have sex with this mare. Um, there's Benjamin, who's a donkey. He's this old donkey. He's pretty much Eeyore. Like okay. uh, everybody's like, he's just like, uh, everything stinks. A real pessimist. Yeah, and whenever anybody is like, "How are you doing today?" He's just like, "My tail's pinned on." Well, that um, sounds like plagiarism, to be honest with you. Um, who else? Mister Jones, Mister When I was a kid, the idea that Eeyore's pin- tail was pinned on him—I didn't like that. No, me neither. Right, because it, it was like, well, I felt the pin; it hurts. Well, here's what you have to remember: these are all toys, Tom. Eeyore was a toy. Oh, you know what? Oh, yeah. You know what, what? this is, Tom? What? Hmm. This might be a Toy Story situation. <laughs> it sounds <laughs> when the very farmer similar. goes away, they, uh, the all the animals start talking to each other. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, Animal Farm ripped off Toy Story is what you're saying. Mm-hmm. 
that George Orwell was like, Toy Story is real. That's a real nice story. However, I don't have a Silicon Graphics computer to, oh, to make this for myself. Quill pen. Yeah. Let me write Toy Story, the novelization. And then Disney was like, hey, thanks, but no thanks. He was like, well, I'll publish it myself under a different name. Not Toy Story, Animal Farm. Nice. And it was originally called Animal Farm Story. <laughs> he was like, what's, an, what's the opposite of a toy? An animal, because animals should not be toys. Right. And what's the opposite of a story? A farm, because farms are boring. <laughs> farms are boring. <laughs> So anyway, uh, Moses the Raven is is trying to tell all the uh, all the animals like, oh, but if you just work hard, when you die, you go to this place called Sugar Can Sugar Candy Mountain. No, well, sounds pretty nice. Yeah, and he's like, you never have to work. Every day is a Sunday there, and every, and only some people believe him. But the pigs had to be like, hey, come on. So anyway, every day is a Sunday, and there's a new HBO show that you'd like to see. HBO on at, really on at nine. really has Sunday nights locked up, huh? Yeah, and I don't think people don't compete against HBO because uh, because of the idea of like ah HBO is locked up. I think for some reason every other TV network thinks people don't want to watch movies on or TV shows on Sunday nights, and it's like no on Sunday nights everybody's looking for a distraction to make them forget about Monday morning. Yeah, no, I heard the best description of it like because they started doing this, you know, over 20 years ago. Yeah. Probably, where it was right? like, yeah, we're going to make stuff for adults. So we're going to put it on Sunday mm -hmm. night at like 9 or 10 o'clock when you've put yeah. your kids to bed. You don't have anything else. To, you're not like going out to dinner. This is like yeah, yeah. grown up time where grown ups are going to be sitting yeah. in their house ten, with nothing to do. 10 o'clock on Sunday, most American adults are at home. Yeah. And with like no obligations. Yeah. With nothing else they've got to, to do. Right. No, it's not like I work. It's the perfect time. Yeah. And so they just figured that out and, and st uh, staked their claim. Crazy. Crazy nobody's tried to make a run at them. Didn't the Mad Men try to do that? Yeah. Yeah, I guess AMC's Mad Men was on Sunday. And, like, that was very similar to an HBO show. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. Good for them, then. Oh, maybe The Walking Dead's on on Sundays. Yeah, I don't feel like Yeah, that's... I guess some people have made a run at them, but... Yeah. Mostly but... it sounds like AMC. Yeah, it, it certainly does. Mm. Um, okay. So uh, the rebellion happens, Tom, like three months after Already? Old Major dies. Yeah, it happened way quicker than anybody thought it was going to happen. That's how rebellions go. Yeah. Um, and uh, here's what happens. Mr. Jones got like uh, embroiled in a lawsuit. Um, and the he lost crow? a lot of money. Oh, he's not the crow. <laughs> no, he's the How man. How can you sue a crow? What's that? I was like, how can you sue a crow? <laughs> man, if, if I because could sue a I'd crow, like I'd to be know. a rich man. I have a few crows I'd like to take into court. Mm -hmm. Tom, can I tell you about this squirrel that's been <laughs> hanging around? <laughs> how many months have I been talking about this squirrel? Uh, quite a few months, but now you're, you're, you know, at home like everybody else. So I'm sure you're, you're seeing the squirrel a lot more. He was carrying what my wife and I at Do first Do you know thought, that it's a male squirrel? No, I think it might be a female squirrel okay. because the squirrel was carrying what we thought were tiny rats or mice <laughs> and stashing them under a, uh, uh, an air Window conditioner, air conditioner? Uh, yeah. across the way. But uh, it turns out they were they're tiny little um, squirrels. Yeah, of course they were. Why do you think he would be taking, or she would be taking little mice up there? To eat. Squirrels don't eat mice. What do they eat besides nuts? Nuts. You can't live on nuts alone. Um, yeah, a squirrel can. Think about, how, think about how small a squirrel is compared to nuts. Yeah, but you should see how... Friggin' uh, how many times she's moving these these baby squirrels around? Yeah, probably because she's like, oh, that fucking four-eyed freak across the halls watching me again. Oh, I hate, I hate this. I hate this squirrel so much. 
It's a terrifying squirrel. Are you going to do something drastic? No, probably not. What would I even do? Rat poison. Squirrel poison. Squirrels. Um, I mean, a squirrel just looks so much like a rat up close. Yeah. I mean, rat poison works on everything. They should just call it poison. Yeah, but then they wouldn't be able to sell it. <laughs> right. <laughs> they were like everything poison. Human poison also works on rats. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I guess that most stores don't carry general poison. <laughs> Very hard to find just a general poison. So they have to I guess it's kind of like how uh you know, they they sell like um uh what call it? Like uh uh where where are those like uh cigars that people put marijuana in? Um, Dutches. Yeah, like uh, Dutch masters. Yeah, you know, uh, they have to be like, oh, it's oh, there's a nice cigar. When it's like, nah, people unroll it, dump out the garbage, uh, tobacco, and put uh weed in there, and then they make a blunt. They smoke it. Mm-hmm. Probably the same thing with rat poison, where it's like, oh, this is rat poison. And it's like, uh, no, actually, it's you know, you can use it uh, for any of your poisoning needs. Much like the Dutch Masters. <laughs> right. Yeah, you can smoke anything in the Dutch Master. You want to smoke, I mean, you probably shouldn't smoke crack in there, but you can probably smoke other things in there. Oregano. 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 Thyme. Mm-hmm. Parsley. Sage. Rosemary. Yeah. Um. So anyway, uh, he gets in bread on a, a lawsuit. He becomes even more of a drunk. His staff, because uh, he has like farmhands working there, they get all lazy and start cutting corners. Yeah. Um, and then one day he gets so drunk that he uh, forgets or is just unwilling to feed the animals. Mm-hmm. So um, the animals break into the feed and start eating themselves, eating the feed themselves. <laughs> right. Um, and then the farmer and the farmhands come out. They're like, hey, what, what the hell? What's the big idea? And then the, the animals farmer are The farmer and the farmhands? Farm hands. Oh, okay. I was like, so wait, the hens can talk to the farmer? <laughs> no, no, no. They come out and then uh, the, the animals just uh, like go nuts. They go yeah. ham on the on right. these guys. We've, we've seized the means of production. Yeah, and they just start beating the shit out of these guys. And eventually they all just run away and the farmer's wife has to run away too. And they just leave. Oh, not bad. Yeah. Um, cause they were coming out to whip the, whip, whip, uh, the animals. Yeah. The animals like, Which is like, whip a, us. yeah, I've never heard of farmers whipping the animals. Yeah. Tom, you look, you live in this sanitized <laughs> old McDonald world. Yeah, I guess. Um, so anyway, they, uh, they, uh, they drive them off and they sing that freaking beast of England. They're always singing that beast of England song. Luckily, they only printed it once in the book. Oh, so every okay. time they sing it, they say, please go back to page 26 and read this. <laughs> and sing it to yourself. Yes. They sing it seven times. Um, and then the next morning, they wake up and they're like, oh, shit, we forgot. We we overthrew the man. Um, and so they go look at the <laughs> I often mess. forget that I've overthrown the man when I uh, wake up in the morning. They look at the farmhouse and they're just like, wow, this is so luxurious. And that Molly, the uh, the mayor that um, Orwell wants to wants to kiss. Um, the, oh, mayor. I thought he said mayor. No, the mayor. Like how um, that mayor become mayor? She was like looking at herself in the mirror and she's like, man, this is nice. But they're all like, no, no animal shall ever live in this farmhouse. It's going to be a museum. Um, and then, and then we find out the pigs, uh, Snowball and, uh, Napoleon, Mm -hmm. they've taught themselves how to read in the three months since, uh, Uh nothing good can come from that. So, uh, they, was it going to be a museum for people or, or for other animals? Cause I don't know if other animals will be interested. Honestly, I don't know if other people would be interested. I think they were just like nobody. Like these luxuries are are ridiculous. Nobody oh, should like, have. We're them. gonna we're gonna move past all this. Exactly. This is gonna be ancient ancient history. Yeah. Um. This was based on the ex- This was built on the exploitation of of labor, and nobody mm. should 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 live like this. So they had uh, squirrels built that farm. 
So they all march to the front gate and they, uh, the pigs uh, cross out with paint, I guess, in their mouths. You'll have to tell me this when uh, you watch the movie <laughs> okay. um, where it said uh, Manor Farm. And now they, they painted it to say Animal Farm. That's not bad. How did, wait, who helped them with the spelling? The, the guys who can read now? Yeah, the pigs. The pigs did yeah. it. Oh, I see. Um, so it sounds like they can read and write. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's true. Um, <laughs> some of them can only read, like more and more, like learn to read, and some can read. Well, some I, can, can I could read before I could write. Yeah, me too. Um, they came up with seven commandments. You want to know? You want to guess what they are? Thou shalt not covet thy neighbor's wife. No. They they were like we are going to redo it, and that's the first one now. <laughs> Number one: whatever goes upon two legs is an enemy. Wow, it's you and me, Tom. Mm-hmm. And some bears and gorillas. Whatever goes upon four legs or has wings is a friend. This one horse, I could get behind. Horse girls. Actually, this one I can't get behind. Dragons. No animal shall wear shall wear clothes. Well, what about a little diaper? Just to keep everybody comfortable. Yeah. No animal shall sleep in a bed. Number. Oh. F- I mean, I'm fine with that. Yeah, I don't give a shit. Number Took f- me a while to get my dog to stop sleeping in my bed. <laughs> Number five, no animal shall drink alcohol. Well, now you're just like telling pe- telling animals what the... Animals should be able to drink alcohol if they want to, if they're of age. Tom. I guess a lot of animals aren't of age. Would you ever feed Ginger alcohol? No. Why not? Because she doesn't know what it is. She doesn't understand it. Yeah, but what if she'd be like, hey, this wine's good? (laughs) Because then she would, if she got drunk, she would be like very confused about what's going on. And that's not, that's not right. That's not fair. Number six, no animal should kill any other animal. So they're, so they're all vegans. Yeah. Or vegetarians at least. Mm -hmm. Okay. Number seven, all animals are equal. Even ants? Yeah, even ants. All right. Um, cool. So then they go, they harvest themselves. They go out into the field, and the pigs are like, hey, we know how to harvest. We'll be the brains, and everybody else do work, and they do all the, the back-breaking work of the harvest. Oh, and it was the best like harvest ever. they've just got new masters. Yeah, they, they did it. Uh, you're getting a little ahead of us here, Tom. <laughs> 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 this is one of those things where it's like, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, I get it. Mm-hmm. Yep, <laughs> right, I get it. Oh, I see where this is going. <laughs> um, they the the pigs milk the cows because the cows are like, oh, oh that's my God. disgusting. Um, and then uh, they're like, okay, what do we do with this milk? And they're like, you guys go figure out the fields. Um, oh, we'll deal with the milk, and then uh, and then they go and, and plow the fields. There aren't calves around to drink the milk. No. Do cows just always make milk whether they've uh, given birth recently or not? Tom, don't expose our <laughs> ignorance of <laughs> basic things. I don't think so. Because, I mean, I get that it would hurt if, like, look, I'm full of milk. I gotta get rid of this milk. But I don't think they'd be full of milk unless they had, like, recently given birth. It's like a hormonal thing. Right. But they're My probably assumption. always given birth. Yeah, and they probably like recently had their calves taken away. Yeah. To be sold as veal. Anyway, they spend the whole summer working very hard in the fields, but they're able to enjoy the fruits of their labor, so it's okay, right? Yeah. Um and the pigs are are still doing it. Um uh the, there's a cat that Does any, do any of the pigs ever say I'm happy as a pig and shit? No, not yet. Okay. There hasn't been any cussing in this book. Um, except there's a lot of, uh, the, there's a lot of cussing in the Beasts of England song. <laughs> um, Very, it's more of a limerick than anything. Boxer, that big hardworking horse does most of the, the, the work and he's happy to do it. He says, I will work harder is his personal motto. Um, and then, uh, this donkey, Eeyore, mm-hmm. Benjamin, he, yeah. he's sitting there being like, this is the same as it was before. The pigs are just calling the shots and we're busting our asses here. Um, 
they raised a flag. They made a was flag. Was that a, uh, a pun that the donkey said he was busting his ass? Yeah, it was. And also it's because uh, there was a, a, a pin in his ass holding his tail on. <laughs> it busted it. Yeah. Um. So whatever. Uh, Snowball and Napoleon are kind of calling the shots. They're doing everything. You know how this goes. It's, it's whatever. <laughs> well, I don't know. Anyway, uh, Snowball is like the fast talking one. He's the one that's like really trying to sell everybody on everything. Yeah, he's like, ah, look, we're gonna start our own farm. See? Yeah, and so he 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 starts committees and makes sure that like uh, everybody like uh, learns how to read and write with uh, varying um, success. Um, Just like Castro. <laughs> no, it's not Castro. Fidel anyway. Castro taught everybody how to read, not personally, but yeah, okay, mandated it. Um, and then uh, you know everybody learns the Seven Commandments. Um, and then he's just like, "Hey, guess what?" Snowball's like, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna simplify the Seven Commandments." And it's just this: four legs good, two legs bad. And the birds are like, we have two that's legs. It. That's it? Yeah, pretty much. And so okay. uh, everybody just starts chanting it all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, there's this Na- Napoleon. Well, you said the birds said, we, we have two legs. And then did they kill the birds? And they were like, we didn't notice. Get them. No. He, uh, Snowball is a fast talker. So what he said, hold on. He said this. A bird's wing, comrades, is an organ of propulsion and not of manipulation. It should therefore be regarded as a leg. The distinguishing mark of a, a man is the hand, the instrument with which he does all his mischief. Mm. And the birds were like, That's I, like a jerk-off thing. The birds did not understand Snowball's long words, but they accepted his explanation. So, Well, birds, birds notoriously have bird brains. Yeah. Fucking bunch of bird brains. Um, anyway, uh, some dogs um, give birth to puppies, and Napoleon, the other pig, is just like, oh, I'll raise these guys. And they keep some far away from everybody else, and everybody forgot that these puppies existed now. Hmm. Um, and then everybody figures out, hey, the pigs have been drinking all the milk that we've hmm. been making, and guess what? They've been eating all the apples. Hmm. Pigs like apples. That checks yeah. out. And then they send Squealer out, the little porker, yeah. to come out and be like, look, <laughs> it's not that we want this stuff. It's that we need it to keep our brains uh, operating at peak. Because, uh, you know, pigs need milk and apples for our brains to function correctly. And we're Likely the brains story. of this operation. And if we don't do this... Mr. Jones might come back and take the farm over because like he'll he'll catch us flat footed. So mm-hmm. and everybody's like, All right, that makes sense. We're afraid of Mr. Jones coming back. Yeah. And they're like, cool. Well, lots of uh lots of milk and apples for us pigs. And I think everything's gonna go fine, but that's where that's where we end. Oh, okay, yeah. Sounds like it. It sounds like the pigs are probably gonna see the error <laughs> in their ways. And start making everything fair. This is like a an indictment of like uh, the Soviet Union. Yes, and I feel like in high school, mm-hmm. when we were taught this, they were just like, "It's an indictment of communism, and it's uh, an embrace and uh, of of uh, capitalism." Mm-hmm. But George Orwell was a democratic socialist. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't see anything uh, saying like, nah, the solution's capitalism. No, but I feel like that's the way it was taught in American schools. Yeah. <laughs> like, look at this, communism bad. And like. Yeah, it sounds like he's basically saying like, uh, look, anything on the extreme end is bad. Yeah. We can get more into that in the, in the weeks ahead, Tom. Um, because so. this is not a long book and we're spreading it out over <laughs> three <laughs> weeks. Um, but yeah, um, Tom, mm-hmm. I have no idea how these 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 animals, animals can talk. learned how to talk um, <laughs> or read and write. 
Um, honestly, I'm, uh, I think this is pretty far-fetched, and so far I give it zero out of five stars. I think you're concentrating on the wrong aspects of the book. I think you're, sus- you're, sus- you're supposed to suspend disbelief. Yeah, that's true. The other thing is Orwell always focuses on how big each uh, each animal's dick is. Oh. Yeah. It's constantly. It's just who's a bunch the, of dick. Who's up. got the biggest dick? Boxer. The big the big Yeah, horse that dick. makes sense. Who's got the littlest one? One of the rats? Yeah, the rats. They're like Not of course an he, he there's no ant in it yet, but he does mention of course if there was an ant that came by, he would have <laughs> a smaller dick than the rats. That's weird, especially in such a short book to devote yeah. some page space to clarify. Yeah, it's two or three times on every page. And, and, who, and who's and got like, the biggest sticks and and hypothetically who would if other people moved to the uh farm. Yeah, other animals moved to the farm. Um but yeah, um and it's like Oh, so he's not taking into account how the farmer's dick stand No, he up. had he had no interest in the farmer's dick, to be honest. Oh well it sounds like the farmer's wife. Mm. All right, Tom. <laughs> well, it sounds like a great book. Can't wait to hear more about it. Yeah. Um, I can't wait to hear more about, I don't know, whatever the fuck you've been prattling on about. I've been a- asking a lot of questions. I wish George uh, went himself or around still that to ask him face to face. You're the next best thing. Hey, thanks. <laughs> Uh, is this book better or worse than you remember as a kid so far? Um, to be honest, mm-hmm. um, I think it's better. And I think I just simply did not read it when I was supposed to read it. And I was just like, stupid talking animals. Like, <laughs> Yeah, right. Put on Looney Tunes. <laughs> yeah. Ah, well, and then your when... teacher said, ah, but Tim, don't you see? <laughs> <laughs> alright I've had enough of this um, thank you everybody for being a patron um, next week we're going to do uh, chapters Part 4 two. through 6 yeah. um, so read along it's really easy you can do it quickly <laughs> um, leave your comments in the comments below um, yeah thank you uh, Tom do you have anything to say uh, it's weird no. we're recording remotely I, I don't know how to end this thing yeah uh, hey let's hear for books Let's hear from my boys. Let's hear from my man. We'll see you next week.